Greetings and welcome back to Kiss My Aesthetic Podcast episode number 30. Today is my love letter to Canva, the tool that I completely disregarded for way too long. And now that I'm in it, I'm addicted and I can't give up. This is not a sponsored episode, but um, Canva, if you're listening, email me. Let's talk about it. I'll have you gladly sponsor the podcast. So in this episode, I am going to break down how I use Canva with my clients, how I use Canva with my team, and how I use Canva as an entrepreneur just for me, and how if you're a solo entrepreneur, you could absolutely be using Canva uh, and all of the benefits of Canva. So let's dive into the episode. Kiss my aesthetic. Branding, marketing, entrepreneurship. You're listening to the Kiss My Aesthetic Podcast. I am your host, Michelle Winterstein of MKW Creative Co., where we build bragworthy brands for social media-minded entrepreneurs, and you are in the right spot for branding, marketing, entrepreneurship advice that you can apply in your own business to better reach your ideal client online. Let's get to today's episode. First and foremost, what the heck is Canva? If you've never heard of it before, it is an online like web browser-based graphic design software. And it was invented in 2007 by two college-age students who were trying to find another way to create better yearbook mechanism. They were in Western Australia. They were trying to create a better way to design and manufacture yearbooks. And they were finding that Photoshop and InDesign were really difficult tools to to not only to learn, but to use ongoing. So as a student, you're just trying to get the basics of design down and you don't really know necessarily all the tools and functions of the Adobe Creative Suite. So they created a software, an online web-based software that is a much better tool for those basics of design. So there are three ways that I use Canva on behalf of my business. First and foremost, I use Canva with my clients. Secondly, I use Canva with my teams. And third, I use Canva as myself, as an entrepreneur. The hot button with Canva is, Canva sometimes gets a bad rap within the creative community, especially the graphic design community, because it's perceived as the younger, more annoying sibling of the Adobe Creative Suite, even though they're not affiliated. And designers have a gripe with Canva because a lot of people use it as a substitute to not work with a designer. There is some contentiousness there. My retort to that is just because you have access to a Michelin star kitchen doesn't make you a chef. And just because you're limited to a hot plate and a mini fridge doesn't mean that you're a bad cook. So if we think about that in terms of Adobe Creative Suite versus Canva, to me, the Adobe Creative Suite is a Michelin star kitchen. It has all the bells and whistles. It has all the tools. It has everything that you need to create creative product. Um, But just because you have access to the creative suite doesn't make you a good cook, doesn't make you a good designer. You still have to know what the heck you're doing. You still have to know what the tools are. You still have to know how to pull things together and have a design eye. Just because you have good tools doesn't make you a good executor. And the same can be said of Canva. So Canva, especially when it started out, didn't have the ability to customize things all that much. You were kind of working with templates. So that's the equivalent of like kind of taking home a TV dinner, right? So you're not going to be a world star chef with just TV dinner ingredients and a microwave and a mini fridge. But just because you're limited to a mini fridge, a hot plate and a microwave doesn't mean you're a bad cook. There's still plenty that you can do within Canva to create killer graphics for your brand, even if you're not a chef 
even if you're not a super great cook, whatever, I'm using a food analogy, that's what makes sense to me. But that's kind of how I equate the two things. Additionally, we can take the food analogy one step further and say, if I am a Michelin star chef and I am in a Michelin star kitchen and I'm gonna prepare an eight hour pot roast, whatever, that's great. And I've got all the tools to sous vide and do all the fancy stuff and broil and braise and all those things in that kitchen, that's awesome. But I don't always need to make an eight hour roast. Sometimes I just need to pop something in the microwave and that should be okay. Sometimes like social media graphics, like email banners, there are things that you don't necessarily need a designer to do. And Canva is a great tool for those things, especially if you're not a designer yourself. That is my case that I'm making for Canva. That is my analogy. I hope that clicks with people and I hope that that resonates with you and it will kind of, if you're a designer, open your eyes to the possibility of using Canva. And if you're not a designer, give you permission to use Canva as it fits for your brand and not feel bad about it whatsoever. That's just going to lay the foundation of this episode. Now, Canva is a great tool for my clients. I say this in that Canva is not a substitute for working with me. But I want to give my clients always as many tools as possible so that they feel confident in presenting their brand online and they don't need me all the time. I would much rather kick them out the nest, set them free and say, great, you're good to go. You've got all the assets. You have the fonts. You have the colors. You have the brand aesthetics. You've got the logos. You've got everything that you need to run your brand and you're not dependent on me. I'm not going to gatekeep your success in that way. I'm not going to hold you back because you feel like you have to work with a designer to make your business card. You have to work with a designer to make your flyer. I want you to want to work with me because you value my opinion and my design. I not because I have skills that you don't have. That's never been the goal with my business. And that's not been the goal with my company. I'd much rather give you the tools, teach a man to fish. He fished for a lifetime, show him What's the analogy? I already messed this up. It's like the whole uh, lead a horse to water can't make them drink. Analogies are hard today. I only know the food ones, really. So that's kind of where I feel about with Canva with clients. What I love to do with my clients, whether they are full service brand design clients or they are mini brand design clients, is to set up their brand for them in their own Canva account. So going in, uploading the logos, uploading the submarks, setting the color codes, setting the fonts, setting the styles, creating some templates for them to work with. Hey, here's four stories templates and three social media templates. Here's what you should be using for your highlight covers. Here's all of the stuff that you might need considering your business that you can execute on Canva. Uh, so I want to set them up for success and give them all the tools necessary so that they can, should they want to, run their brand on their own. So that's how I use it with clients. I also use Canva for my team. Because it is web-based, it has a wonderful capability to be able to share projects from within my team and create templates, 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 templates. We have a template for mood boards. We have a template for brand guides. We have a template for one pagers for brand guides. We have a template for our social media contracts. We have a template for proposals. We have a template for, I have my own templates, which I'll get into in a second. But Canva for teams is wonderful because I can have multiple people in my Canva account simultaneously. Uh, being able to give it to the junior designers 
or give it to the copywriter to go in and add copy or be able to hand it off to the social media managers and say, yeah, the brand guides for this brand we finished are already in Canva. You can go grab them anytime you need. So creating things in Canva for my team to use is great because then I can also see their work as they're doing it and it just shortens that lead time so much. Also, the ability to share links is much easier with Canva than it is sharing Illustrator files back and forth or Photoshop files back and forth, uh, which makes for a great experience for us as a team to be able to, again, work collaboratively. So Canva for Teams has been an absolute game changer for my business because it allows us to be more productive and also set templates for stuff, which is a great segue to my next point, which is how I use Canva for myself, the entrepreneur. I know I said templates already, but I use Canva again. It's that analogy of like, not always do you need to make an eight hour pot roast. Sometimes you need to just like pop something in the microwave. So I use Canva for all kinds of stuff, mostly social media, but sometimes for reels, sometimes for TikToks, sometimes for graphics that you see me share through the Facebook group. There's lots of ways to use Canva that uh, create a really quick, easy, happy to use experience where I don't really need to get into the trenches of the Adobe Creative Suite. The other way I use Canva, like I said, with the Teams aspect, proposals, media kits, creating any of the guides that you see on my website, like the TikTok guide or uh, creating the Kiss My Portfolio challenge. I make that in Canva. It's also nice that it kind of backs up to the internet so that you have a way to come back to it should your computer crash or your hard drive or anything like that. There's that web-based element to it that makes it very like cloud-friendly, so to speak. So that's kind of the way that I use Canva. I also use Canva to create things like pitch decks. So when I'm reaching out for media or I'm reaching out for collaborations with brands, I will keep my pitch deck in Canva and then duplicate that ish, change the details and send it right out as a presentation link huge game changer. It doesn't make you put a bunch of attachments in your emails. It's very clean. It's so nice to use. It makes for such a great user experience. And I know my clients really appreciate having things in Canva, seeing things in Canva and seeing the way that I can use Canva. Now I couldn't give a full Canva episode without of course, giving the disclaimer. I'm a brand designer, guys. Like, of course, I'm going to tell you, you need to work with a designer at some point. And if you're an entrepreneur listening to this, what I want you to think about is how you can work with a designer so that they are setting you up for success. So I think it's really important to not get your logo from Canva. I'm not the legal expert here, so I'm not going to get into the trenches of like what that means, but know that the templates that you first see when you log into Canva and the logos that you first see that you, when you log into Canva, those are going to be very, very widely used and your logo should be unique. So don't go with the first thing that you see in the middle of Canva just because you need a logo because you're doing yourself a disservice. Working with a designer will help you nail down your mission, your vision, your ideal client avatar, your brand aesthetics, your brand voice, and really get into how you're going to attract that ideal client through your visuals. But then of course, execute that on Canva. Don't let me stop you. But that foundation laying the foundation of good design and having someone who is a professional to help you with color, to help you with font, to help you with logos is going to be worth the investment on the front end. And I know I'm biased because I'm saying that as a brand designer, but having that at least in your arsenal to start will give you a great jumping off point. 
Um, so think about that in the context of your business. Think about how you can take the tools in Canva and really make them work for your brand and work for your aesthetic. Beware of using things that are really popular. Like I know that the kind of notification aesthetic is really popular right now or creating the Canva graphic with the search bar. It's very effective, but it's very overused. So to avoid looking overused or avoid looking like you're just part of the, the crowds, really, you're not really doing anything unique. Think about working with a designer to create those initial templates that fit your brand and then tweak them slightly. Play with the color story, play with the arrangement, play with the fonts, but keep within those bumpers of what fits within your brand and what doesn't. That's my best advice when it comes to Canva. If you're not on Canva yet and you want to have a Canva account for your brand, here's what I can recommend. I will have my Canva link dropped into the show notes that would be the first place to check. Canva is free up to a certain extent, but to get all of the capabilities of Canva, like the brand kit and the link sharing and the exporting to the right sizes, you're going to want to do Canva Pro. It's a pretty minimal investment. It's like under $15 a month, and it's absolutely worth its weight in gold uh, to have a tool that you're comfortable using. Again, it's not all the bells and whistles of Adobe Creative Suite, but in my opinion, it's just enough for the average entrepreneur to get a good grip of their graphic design, their social media graphics, their website graphics, their blog graphics, their email graphics, than to have to feel like you need to use a designer for all of those things. I know I'm going to piss some designers off with this episode, but if you can't beat them, join them, guys. And if you're the person as a designer that's positioned yourself in opposition to Canva, it's kind of my opinion that you're going to use lose clients over it. It's much better to lean in, give your business owners, give your clients the tools that they need to succeed, and create an opportunity for them to work with you, not based on the tools that you have, but based on the value that you bring as an individual, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. That is definitely subject for a whole other podcast conversation, but I hope you got some good value out of this episode and you understand a little bit more about the potential with Canva for clients, the potential of Canva for teams, and the potential of Canva just for yourself as a small business owner and the possibilities of creating really great content through an online platform like Canva. Canva, if you're listening, holla at your girl. I would gladly have you sponsor the podcast. Thanks for listening and we will catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. For show notes on what we've discussed today, links to anything that might be relevant, go to mkwcreative.co slash kmapod. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, all the happy stuff wherever you listen to podcasts. And come join us in the Facebook group, Kiss My Aesthetic. We would love to see you there. Have a great day.